I am Senator Mubina Jaffer, and I welcome you to this episode of Every Voice Counts. Today I want to share with you something very special. It is lessons that my father taught me on harmony. At this time, with what is happening around us, I think a lot about him because he was a politician and he taught me so many lessons. But there's one lesson that he taught me on harmony I would like to share with you. Let me tell you a little bit about my dad. Both my mom and dad were very loving parents. They instilled in us many important values. Above all, they told us to always fight for equality among all people. They taught us that all people were equal. My dad in particular used to say that our family is blessed with our identities of every continent. We are Africans, we are South Asians, we are Muslims, and we are Canadians. We are proud Canadians. My dad used to remind me that every identity we have is a blessing. As my dad saw it, and as I do now, having all these identities carries with it a responsibility. I must always stand up for the rights of all people from every walk of life. As a young child, I remember many secretive meetings my father had with his Ugandan friends, during which he would be discussing their plan to fight for independence of Uganda. My family was very touched, and so was my dad, when President Museveni recognized his work as a freedom fighter in Uganda and who was protecting Ugandan people against British powers. As a result, a few years ago, he was awarded a medal for his actions. Not surprisingly, I credit my father with my early exposure to frontline politics and political organizing. I remember accompanying my dad to many political rallies. He had a very tough race ahead of him, and he was not expected to win. However, this strong opposition only pushed him to work harder to achieve his goal. Deep down, he knew he was making an impact. He always said to me that he knew he would win because he had the support of the people he really cared about. Sure enough, my dad won the election by only 21 votes. As a Ugandan MP, my father traveled all across the world. Each time he would return, he would recount to us his many stories. He would always relate back to ideas and principles of socialism, communism, and democracy. 
1972, with the rise of Idi Amin in Uganda, my father was removed from his position. Our family became stateless, and we lost all we had worked for. This was a very, very challenging time for us. Still, my father always encouraged me to have empathy and compassion for others. As a young woman, it used to really frustrate me that when I would get angry with Ugandans for not protecting us, he would always remind me that we were indeed the lucky ones. So many Ugandan people were suffering unimaginable pain under the hands of the then dictator Idi Amin. My dad always worried about friends and family he left behind and what was happening to them. I would just stare at him with anger and I would wonder to myself, how could he be so forgiving? Now, as I myself have made it through many ups and downs through my own career, I understand what he meant. Happily, we were given asylum in Canada. From the moment we stepped foot on Canadian soil, my father ingrained in the minds of his children that we were all Canadians. With this new identity came a new responsibility. Now we had to work for the welfare of Canada and help the country become the best it could be. I remember him taking me to see Pierre Elliott Trudeau. He'd only been here a year. He again got involved in Canadian politics. Seeing my undeniable interest and passion for politics, my father encouraged me to run to be a member of parliament, not once, but twice. Even though I may not have received the outcome I was hoping for, during these times, I learned very valuable lessons and revisited practices of humility. In 2001, I was appointed to the Senate on the advice of the then Prime Minister, Jean Chrétien. I still remember my dad echoing the words I have heard all my life. He reminded me that I must use the new position of power and privilege to create harmony in Canada and around the world. Today, I can see this as one of my primary objectives that centers all of the work that I do as a senator. Every day, this is what I fight for, and I fight hard for it. In 2003, when I returned to Vancouver, as my dad was in hospital and had suffered a heart attack. At that time, I was supposed to go to the Sudan, as I was the envoy to the Sudan, and I was involved in intense peace negotiations in Khartoum. Knowing the importance of this work, and in spite of his worsening health, my father instructed my husband, Nurla to make sure that I went and was on that plane to Sudan. 
However, before I left the hospital, my father once again reminded me of what he had taught me all throughout my life. You are a proud human being. You have many nationalities and identities. You are a proud Canadian and your role is to create harmony in Canada and around the world. I will never forget these words, but my parents believed, as I do, that we were all born to create harmony, no matter where we lived, in our country and around the world. Despite the sadness I felt from having to leave my father's side, I could not help but smile. My memory took me back to the time when I was a young child. My mother wanted me to play the piano and my father wanted me to be a politician. It goes without saying that my father's desire was successful. Nevertheless, my mother too was a strong and determined woman. Every day she used to insist that I practice piano. To annoy her, I would just play on the black keys. Try it. The sound is terrible. Playing just on the white keys, playing just on the black keys, there is no harmony. Even in the midst of my young self-stubbornness, my father would sit beside me and remind me to create harmony. He would say to me, to create harmony, you have to play both on the white keys and the black keys. All through my life, I learned this valuable lesson from my father. To truly have harmony in our country and in our world, we have to treat black and white people and racialized people equally. We have to prepare, we have to treat all people equally. Color just brings more dynamism, more color in our surroundings. We all have the same aspirations. We all have the same aspirations for our children. We all do want to live in harmony. Then we have to find ways to create harmony in our beautiful country of Canada and promote peace across our global communities. If there ever was an opportunity to create real harmony in our country and around the world, we all need to look inside ourselves. We all need to say, 
examine our own racism. We all have to find our biases because we owe it to our children, to our grandchildren, to our countrymen that we create harmony together. What my father believed, I also believe. And with you, I want to work with you to find ways in which we can create harmony. While I share this with you, I want to tell you that as we all, as a country, have been going through a very difficult time, I miss my father dearly, and I remember the valuable lessons he taught me about life and always the importance of being a creator of harmony. Dad, I have not forgotten your lessons. And with Canadians all across the country, I will work to create harmony. Now, Dad, rest in peace.